Hello and welcome to Out of Quarters. This is a very special episode, our first bonus episode. Uh, see, I I kind of, um, I didn't really know what we'd be doing after Bastion as, as I, uh, you know, I'm still hoping to find some change here. I know uh, some, some good friends uh, had sent something, so eagerly I was uh, waiting for, for that to show up, but instead uh well seems like we got sent a cursed skeleton token from our friends the skeleton house seems like the only game it's good for is the quiet man which is a game that isn't exactly friendly to an audio only medium uh as the main character you play as, I believe, is deaf, or at the very least, you just, you don't really get to hear much, uh, making narration quite a huge jump in difficulty from, uh, my Bastion playthrough, uh, certainly. But, uh, anyhow, I, I think it's about time we, we get this token ready and get this into the machine here. Uh, I've, I've got my fingers crossed. Please, uh, you know, if you're you're the praying sort, toss out a prayer. If not, just cross your fingers. I I'm feeling uncertain about this one. Feeling that curse strong. Oh no. I should stick to quarters. Huh. Okay. So uh future ride fills you in on my predicament, hopefully. I have a thing popping up. I went through brightness. I'm going through all those screens. This says, Subtitles will only appear when spoken dialogue is intended to be heard or understood. For narrative purposes, no subtitles will be displayed for most scenes regardless of this setting. Language will be auto-detected based on computer system software language settings. Okay. Um... I guess, I guess to fill in, uh, The Quiet Man as well. I know very little about this game. Uh, I know you play as a character who I believe is deaf, or at the very least you, the player, I don't think can hear much apart from just, like, muffled hit noises. Uh, cause that's the other thing I know, is that you fight a lot. I think it's like a dumb fight game. Um, I also know that when I was looking it up quick, I saw, um, one thing titled, this being the best game ever, which might have been a facetious title, because I saw two more describing this as the worst game of the year, uh, whatever year it was this came out. I think 2019? Um, uh, let's see, there's one more thing. Oh yes, I looked up the time to beat. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping I can power through this in one sitting. I'm hoping maybe I like it, honestly. Maybe I'm, I'm a bit too negative going in. I did see, though, when I was trying to look up roughly how long the game was, uh, I just saw somebody say, it's not worth playing, ever. Uh, so that was interesting, but we'll see. Maybe we'll like it, maybe we'll like it. Uh, we're gonna continue past this subtitle screen now. Please select your desired difficulty level. We recommend mild for players who'd prefer to focus on the story, and hard for experienced action keepers looking for a challenge. Okay, I'll pick one of these. I won't tell you which one. I'm also gonna double check that all my recording is working. Please be working. Um... Oh yes, beautiful. Okay, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. I mean, I hope the video is. Uh, I was only able to check audio. Alright, A difficulty is selected. 
there's a like uh, one of those like wax seals on screen. It's this I think crow or other bird like that with with its lip seal. That's a depiction on the wax seal rather. And it's it's got um, all this like weathering and so on. Uh, there's a little loading wheel in the top. Sorry, the the bottom right. So I'm assuming this is kind of the loading loading icon of this game. Little little loading splash screen that's going on very long. I also did not check system requirements, and my computer kind of sucks. Uh, as evidenced, if you've been listening to Bastion uh, and are caught up on that, yeah, I I suppose that might not be new info. Um, I'm being awful and drinking while recording, um, so hopefully that does not pick up. Okay, uh, over play we have this this nighttime cityscape. Uh, it's set up like um, uh, it's just like images, so it's it's like a that little like play arrow. We have a settings cog wheel, although I believe it's all the things we've already looked at. We have a double cog wheel. Oh, this is keyboard layout, graphic quality. I'm using a controller for this borderless window. We're gonna. Mm. It, it, it's set high for the graphic quality. I'm just going to drop that to medium just in case. I, uh, I do not play games pretty. Oh, I think this is a scene select, and there's only six... Maybe it's chapters. And then I have what presumably just exits closed games. Okay, uh, we're hitting play. And again, it's this, it's this nighttime cityscape, a bunch of neon. Some of the lights are occasionally flashing, but otherwise it looks fairly static. Oh, the camera's now moving. Brilliant. This is super loud, okay. We've got this panning shot of the city. It did a bit of a fade shot to just another panning shot of, of this, this bright neon city at night. Not exactly neon, more just very, like, all, all the little dots of lights are, uh... We're, we're slowly getting lower down, zooming in on a street. Oh, we're behind a hooded man. Uh, this looks live-action. It's a hooded man walking by a bunch of just other various, uh, just people. We've, we've got business workers, we've got people that look like they're, like, dressed up for going out. He takes a right-hand turn as this taxi goes at the right as well. He's kind of looking over his shoulder. He pulls down his hood. Oh! He, I don't know, maybe I'm crazy. He kind of looks like Troy of, of Troidal Power presents the Troidal Power playthrough podcast featuring Turtle Power. I don't remember if that's the name. Anyhow, he's, he's now walking kind of across this, this street. Uh, he's, he's, he's kind of this young man. He's got his hair sort of into that, like, one swoop on the one side. Very, very fashionable. Kind of, kind of has this, like, jacket over a hoodie. Uh, sort of some, some, uh, pants over, tucked over boots. Very, a very dark, like, mostly kind of blacks and, and dark grays, looks like his thing. He's walking up to a newsstand of this fellow with a red cap. Oh, not a newsstand. It's a hot dog stand. My bad. The guy just opens up the thing, slaps a hot dog in a bag. Oh, we're passing over a bill. I don't know, American? Maybe this is one dollar? I can't, I can't tell. He closes his bag up. The savages are out tonight, Be careful. Oh. I thought we... So far we're hearing a lot more than I thought we would hear. Oh. Um. I thought we transitioned to, to in-game engine, but not quite yet. We're walking down in this kind of quiet street now. There's nobody else about. Just a couple uh, closed-up storefronts. We're stopping just at this little corner lamppost, pulling out this... Oh, there was not a hot dog in the bag, but... A little map. 
I saw Harbor Green, Raleigh Street, and a couple others. Some to say, you are one tough guy. This fucker, this fucker. There's kind of these guys at the end of the alley. Now this guy steps to my lady and says, mm, stroke me. Oh! Ooh. I didn't think I would have sound in this game. Did, did Brett lie to me? Brett might have lied to me. Oh, we're stepping up to them from the shadows. Presumably that map we got, they are kind of on our way. Wrong address, dog! No one order, no child. We set the bag on a dumpster. We we have this very grim expression. What the hell, man? You stupid or very stupid? Still just this like model expression. Oh, the main character taps their ear and then wags their finger, and like a I can't hear you gesture. The first guy steps up. He's got a bandana over his mouth. We squint our eyes at him. Oh, in slow motion, he pats against our shoulder. But we bop him in the face, do an uppercut and a right hook, and he's down. We take a menacing step forward. Alright, okay, yeah, here's the difficulty I was expecting. They look at each other, look back to us, and start stepping forward menacingly. We're now in this, this back alley brawl about to ensue. We have shifted from live action to, to our in-game engine. You can tell because I set the graphics to medium and it shows. I'm actually slightly worried this might still be too much for my computer handle. Sorry, the camera slowly pans up. We've got over the shoulder. They have approached us. I roll my shoulder. I don't know how to play. We're going to shoot. Square seems like a hit button. Uh, they're just kind of standing around waiting for me to do something. Oh, a square was a hit button. Oh god, we instantly got... Kick, kick, uh, right hook. We punched a guy against the dumpster. Oh my god, this is awful to narrate. Why did you do this, Brett? Alright, all these slow thuds, we're, we're doing combos, we're doing hooks, we're doing flying knees. We slap one against a dumpster, deal with him. Shove the other guy up to the door they were first talking by. Oh, guy on the ground. We, we take our little lunch bag and just leave it on his unconscious face, nose dripping with blood. Alright, we stepped into the building. There's like a bunch of graffiti on the wall. Um, it's not in a language I can read, except for that word says suck, I think. I imagine these are all um, similar things to as they were saying before. Uh, probably a lot of... Oh, we step into a room with four people. They're kind of all dressed in green. Uh, green hoodies, green headbands. There was a focus on a briefcase on the floor. Yeah, and a guy grabs a briefcase, heads out the door. Then the other three uh, stand up and menacingly approach us. They're punching their fists. We've, uh... Oh, an options thing popped up on the wall. That's... Oh, of the film they're watching. All right, we're kind of in this, like, uh, apartment with a couple walls out. Oh, I found the dodge. Is that a dodge button? Maybe. Oh, I have another hit. I have a kick button. Brilliant. Oh, we punch a guy against a nightstand. He flops against it. His head kind of hits this this uh, 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 beer bottle. Oh no! From behind though, we we got we got socked. A solid hook landing. Oh, we gained the upper hand again. Uh, kick this man against a dresser. Uppercut him against this little. Uh, I I believe this is like a little memorial to a dead person. We kind of kicked him across. He did a, a bit of a aerial barrel roll. 
Oh. Okay, the game just hit that guy. Okay, uh, the main character just took over. Did a hook hook kick. Uh, swept the guy's legs and then kind of like chopped him in the stomach, sending him to the ground. I didn't have to do any inputs, so I don't know how to do that. Oh, I found the run button. Brilliant. Alright. This episode's gonna be awful. That's why this is a bonus episode. Um, Alright, we've, we've kind of left that, that sort of initial apartment room. We're in another hallway. A lot more graffiti. This one's quite a bit more colorful. We've got some nice yellows and greens and reds and so on. There's, um... Oh! Another unfinished apartment we're kind of stepping into. I see an arcade machine. Oh no. Oh, there's graffiti of this big skull with a... a... Oh no. What the hell is happening? Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, future Ryan, please help. Okay, fine. So there's this like flashback. We're looking at the... Well, so first there's the skull. He's got this big glowy thing in his mouth and his glowy eyes. Then we get a flashback of of this spray-painted like SQL. I guess it kind of looks like skull or whatever painted on the side of this car. That's like all the tires are ripped off. Looks like it's uh, being... I don't know. It's just junk or whatever. More importantly, there's this blonde kid, presumably us, who's kneeling at this woman in this like white kind of summer dress, but she's got like a bullet wound and and blood, and she looks definitely dead because she's not moving. And the kid kind of looks over their shoulder, all like oh, like angry and sad. Then there's this other dude who's kind of like flailing, waving this gun around, and I. <sighs> I don't want to do this. Please don't tag me in again. I lost... Alright, okay. So the man that killed our mom is now this, this, I guess, crime kingpin? Presumably our mom. <laughs> Thank you, future Ryan, <laughs> for subbing in there. Alright, these three men are attacking us in front of this arcade machine. You fools! The arcade machine says... Super Squad? Super Void. I'm at my most powerful here. I put my back to the machine. They've still landed a couple hits. Ow. No, stop it. Are the colors getting really dull and gray? I think this is like my HP. I'm now just sprinting around the room in a circle as they're flailing and trying to punch me. It's working. The dodges feel really unresponsive, but we've taken out one of these men. I'm returning to the arcade machine, because this is truly where our power lies. We got these strange flashes of just, like, the main character's face. Oh, we chopped him. Oh, we're seeing him in the flashback, and that, that big skull with the, the green beam and green eye. Oh, no, one of them's not dead! Alright, we kicked him straight in the chin, uh, sent him sailing. He is, he is dealt with. Alright, Super Void. Super Void is on his main screen, and unfortunately, I won't be able to play as it happens to be. I am out of quarters. Alright, alright, enough of that. I have to leave this room. I left the room. There's a door right beside the arcade machine, which is how I know it was the right door. Oh, there's a man in the kitchen. I'm in the kitchen now. Oh, two men. Oh my god, I don't know how to dodge properly. I socked the first one a couple times, got him against the fridge, and then just ate a hook. We're kind of alternating our punches between the two, because otherwise... They they kind of wreck me. We've got one guy against the stove. One guy against the fridge. Oh, we did a big spinning kick into his chest and he's down. Uh, fridge man went down too after a quick quick little pop to the chin there. All right. Okay. 
Oh, my heart's going all funky when I approach this exit door in the kitchen. There's this beautiful graffiti, though, in this door. I just want to... There's this, like, explosion or this, like, flame tornado. And there's this, like, little shark that uh, seems like it was ejected from it. It's got these tiny little legs. Uh, except for his eyes are X's, so I don't, I don't think he survived this explosion. Oh, can I open the fridge? I cannot open the fridge. It opened the, the cutscene door. Oh, there's a man trying to get out a window. He has the briefcase, I believe. Oh, he does. All right, we step in. He tries to hit us with the briefcase. We disarm him. Kick him in the thigh. Briefcase was flying. We catch it. Deflect a punch. Bop him into the tub. The protagonist is much cooler when I'm not controlling him. We have the briefcase. Uh, all right. Uh, job. Job done. Ooh, it's like sunrise. There's a train going now. Number seven. Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely a bit lighter up. This actually might be just the next evening. Ooh, we're walking down this like kind of spooky red lit hallway though. It's a neon sign at the end that I can't read because it's too blurred. I'm going to take a sip of my coffee. Future Ryan, sub in if you need. Hey, uh, Future Ryan, just checking in. Hope all is well. Nothing bad. Protagonist walks down the hall. Oh, very good coffee. Oh, Club Moonrise. All right, we've arrived at a club. Presumably that little uh, map let us the briefcase whenever the briefcase lets here. We've got these two guys in suits talking. One's got kind of this his hair tied back. Um, there's there's those sort of like scotch glasses in front of them, but all flipped up, turned uh, upside down. Oh, the guy with his hair tied back kind of stops us. I think he's telling us that, I don't know, we, we're not dressed well enough? Yeah, yeah, he's commenting on our jacket, but we kind of like, we, we realize we, we shake it. We're like, this is, this is a nice jacket. It is a nice jacket. I, I think this is a suit and tie establishment. Uh, the man's just talking and talking and talking. We're kind of like staring at his lips. I think the protagonist might be able to read lips, although I I can't. Um, I think the guy is, is talking mad shit right now, though. We look kind of offended. We look at our jacket again. Ooh, we took our little handkerchief out and kind of wiped the, the shoulder of our jacket. Uh, the, the little handkerchief. Ooh, we had blood on our jacket. Yeah, so we wiped that off of, of his little pocket handkerchief and then tucked it back in. He's like, mm, okay, licking his lips and stuff. Then we just pat his shoulder like, okay, buddy. And then we, we walked further into the club. The guy uh, looks looks pissed. He's talking to his friend, but he hasn't pursued us yet. Yeah, all all the uh, chairs are flipped upside down, so I guess the place hasn't closed or, or sorry hasn't opened rather or, like it's closed right now. We approach this. Um, there's this like thing on the wall of this this woman that presumably sang at this club, and we're, we're kind of really staring at it. We get this intense zoom in. Oh, and we're getting like a flashback to a woman in front of a piano. Uh, perhaps this is more uh, revengeing. Uh, what I presumed was our mother, but hard hard to say, I suppose. She's kind of hitting these keys. Her eyes are closed. She's she's really feeling whatever this melody is. We are staring at it very forlornly, and we head on further into the club. Ooh, okay. There's there's a whole bunch of stacks of hundred dollar bills. Uh. Yeah, I believe these these are American. All right, we we make our way into this room where where they're they're putting all these stacks into into a briefcase here. Kind of, we got our smug expression back. There's there's this uh, man in a very nice suit um, who's who's putting the money in. He's kind of talking. He hasn't looked up yet, so presumably he doesn't realize it's us that walked in. Yeah, we're kind of smiling. I think it's a bit cheeky of like he doesn't realize. Uh, and we're, we're approaching, we reach forward. Oh, no, maybe he does, because we have our briefcase. And we're smiling and showing him the briefcase. He's smiling back. All right, no, uh, this, this man knew about this meeting. Okay. He's feeling it. Oh, pretty hefty is, is, is the expression. Uh, he sets it down on the table. We sit down. He's popping it open. Let's see if he is pleased. 
Oh, that's cocaine. It's a whole briefcase full of cocaine. Huh. For some reason, I thought we were like, you know, a nice kid, maybe on a revenge plot, but it seems like we just beat up a bunch of gang members for briefcase full of cocaine. Oh, the man, um, I'm not familiar myself with American Sign Language, but I believe he did an expression that was a, a thank you. It was kind of the four fingers to his chin forward and then uh, another hand motion that, that I, I can't remember exactly, but yeah, it looks like we, we probably work with this man quite a bit. He has a picture on his phone of that graffiti, so I guess presumably maybe we're getting him this cocaine for this information. He's looking at his phone, saying some things, we're kind of just like staring at him. This this room is like brick with these like um, very nice like paintings and, and lamps. The the couch that the other man is sitting on has these very like um, uh, fancily embroidered pillows and so on. We're just kind of leaning back with a scotch glass in our hand, they're just staring at him as he as the man himself kind of takes a sip. Oh, we snatch the phone out of his hand, all moody-like. He kind of glares at us a bit, says says something. Uh, he, he occasionally has these moments where he does a little bit of sign language, which is quite interesting, but he definitely looks annoyed, frustrated, perturbed. Maybe he's giving us a warning, actually, because our character looks, like, rather pensive now, I would say. Or he takes a, another sip of his scotch. And yeah, he, he's... He's, he's definitely giving us a warning, I feel. I think he's telling us not to go after the people. Oh, yeah. He just he just threw one up. He did the, uh, the you know, that little Hail Mary throw the cross up type thing. We're getting a flashback to him as a kid, too, of, oh, of that guy we're chasing. Uh, he has his shoes, and he's he's kind of wiggling them. He's like, oh, oh, I think he might have been there the day our mom got shot, because it now cuts to the little blonde kid, presumably us, walking with, with that woman. Oh, yeah, and they're fighting over a gun now. The guy's trying to, like, wrestle the gun away. We run up, and we're like, oh, hey, what? Okay, and presumably then our mom gets shot. But we go back, we kind of bite our lip and shake our head and look off to the side. Bad, bad memories. Um, I guess this guy is kind of a childhood friend, though. Or at least he was there for, like, our trauma backstory moment. He's, he's still kind of speaking to us in this way. Oh, he held a finger up and then clasped it. Um, I don't know, he's, he's kind of gesturing aggressively. I don't know if he's saying maybe, like, you have like one chance or like i don't know he held up his scotch glass now and just kind of like like punched at his heart and then we clinched scotch glasses and both took a sip i i think he's maybe trying to tell us not to throw our life away or something that's that's my best guess um but presumably we're gonna we're gonna pursue this man uh, anyhow oh my god there's like this like gold lion statue i just noticed on this guy's desk kind of incredible oh he's got this black book he's holding up now he walked to his desk and grabbed this black book thing um he kind of like held it up very like whoa and then slapped it on the desk where we're now we got up from our own seat and walked towards the desk to, to grab the stick wreath. Yeah, he, he did this. Oh, take a look. Oh, it's an it's like a, a letter, like an envelope. Uh, already been opened once. It's just pure black. This we, we pull up the letter from inside. We open it. It's a ransom note. Oh, no. With my blood want to see me close. They the character did not hold it in such a way that I could read the whole thing. Um, which is disappointing. I love me a good ransom note. Uh, you know, it's, it's the classic style, like, all the letters cut out from various newspapers and things. Um, but yeah, clearly the, the mood in this room changed. The guy kind of sits in his chair across his legs. He's like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know, man. And he's kind of pointing at it. He's like, this is some shit you don't want to get involved in. He kind of like, you know, like, sucks his teeth a moment, I think is the expression. He's like, yeah, I don't know. We kind of, we do this thing where we, we kind of tap our cheek and we're like, I feel like it's like an are you serious gesture? Like... Oh, like, have you seen them? I don't know, something like that. And and the guy still, he looks like he's playing hardball. Like, he doesn't want to tell us anything about this. 
these he's just he keeps telling us just like oh no like this this one's too dangerous for us and we just look at him with these these just sad sad little puppy dog eyes uh he he pulls up the zippo lighter kind of stares at the flame he's he's kind of speaking speaking quiet and low to it as he stares at it we we get another flashback to that woman singing he kind of does this, oh, no, forget about it expression. Sits forward, clasps his hands on the desk now. Uh, I I think we're being told to re reconsider? Which, I feel like I've been saying that for this entire scene. This scene has gone on really long. Um, oh, okay, we see that he's got a flight departing at the JFK airport um, very soon. So I think he's he's got to hit the road. We kind of look down all, all sad. We're staring at this ransom note again, and we... We leave it on the desk. He he stops uh, his walk beside us, kind of pulls a hand out. He he does this rolling motion with his hand, taps a knuckle on his head. Uh, this guy gestures quite a bit with his hands. I, I kind of like it, actually. Um, I think it's a mix of sign language and also just like... Oh, yeah, no, some of this definitely is. He's... he's I wish I was better at describing this. Uh, he did poke our chest, though, kind of after doing a motion towards himself. A grab motion. Two close fists slapping wrists. Uh, up to the head, then kind of that, like, pinky out, thumb extended. Oh, we did a handshake with him that kind of ends with both our hands over our heart. Okay, yeah, no, this is definitely, like, childhood friend. Um, presumably in some shady shit, though, if he has briefcases of cash and if we got him a briefcase of coke. Oh, on oh, that ransom note is that, uh, that, that seal, that wax seal of, of the crow with its, um, Mouth sewn shut. I don't remember if I ended up saying it's mouth sewn shut that first time I was describing it. This is a fucking mess. Um, I, I blame Brett. Brett knew it would be. Um, I also blame myself, though, because... Well, I, I, I did this. I did not have to... I did not have to put that token in, yet here I am. So, we're on another load screen. It's that wax seal again. The thing is spinning. I'm gonna take this one to just lean back and sip my coffee, because this game involves a lot of talking. Oh my god. If the audio gets, like, corrupted or goes missing and my computer crashes on this one, I do not think I'm doing a second pass. So if you hear this, yay! Computer held out. Hey, uh, future Ryan checking in. Make sure you stretch your legs, get some water. Okay, cool, bye. Alright, oh no, okay. So I came back, we walked into a room, it's kind of wood floors, uh, brick brick walls. I think this maybe is still the club because there's kind of these like uh, big dramatic curtains by what looks to be kind of like a dress ring room. Um, oh yeah, no, absolutely. I kind of walked a bit further on and there's those uh, those those like makeup mirrors that have all the uh, the light bulbs. Um, and there's a bunch of pictures on this one of a woman and that same man we were talking to in the office. Okay, we're going to continue further onwards so. Oh. I think when I get close to a door, I'm supposed to go through, my heart just starts to go nuts. Oh no! Roses in a bowl, actually. Okay. We're now grabbing, uh, this kind of- Oh! Uh, um, uh, uh, fuck! Uh, what? <laughs> okay, there's like kind of a, 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 a totem of a person, sort of a, almost a, 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 like voodoo doll-esque looking thing with its mouth sewn shut, of this, this woman with dark hair, and, and her arms are bound to her side and kind of wrapped in, in, in this wire. I'm uncomfortable. So we found that in this bowl of roses. And now we have to approach the mirror again. And the thing is vibrating my heart's beating. I feel like, I feel like, is this a horror game? Did you trick me? Okay, we're looking at the pictures on the mirror. We're leaning in, we have a hand on it. We close our eyes. 
Okay, we pull out our phone. We're not looking at the mirror anymore. We, we hit a couple buttons. Oh, the, the woman at the piano. We're getting another flashback to the woman at the piano. She kind of looks towards the camera, smiling softly. Oh, the soft smile kind of grew into a warmer one. We've shifted to her in various other poses, smiling, laughing, uh, her lying down. I think she had a, a ring on her. It was her left ring finger. That's that's the marriage one, right? Yeah, I think that was a marriage band. Oh, we pulled out the ransom note. We did keep that on us. Oh, there was a picture of a woman in a window with this red cage uh, kind of drawn on Sharpie around it. And then we zoomed in, saw presumably the same woman in a picture with our friend there. So I think... Okay, so I think this is a mix. There's our mother who got killed. Okay, we're getting shots of the cityscape again. Uh, a bunch of vehicles driving busy streets. Um, bus not in service. I should have looked up where the JFK airport was. Is this, uh... Is that, is that a New York thing? I don't know America well. We're in the subway now. Anyhow, point is, I think it's a mix of revenge. Oh no, there's a bunch of people hopping the, the turnstiles. We see them on one of those big mirrors behind us. Yeah, okay. Oh, it's the guys wearing green again. I told- we should not have fucked with a gang. Like, this is kind of... I guess we needed their cocaine. Did we need their cocaine? I'm a little confused on our motivations. Uh, we're, we're on, like, one of those uh, subway, like, waiting platforms, and I am just sprinting around, because I don't want to fight these guys. Uh, there's a bunch of vending machines. It's kind of a little, little dirty in here. All right, we're going to just... Oh, no, we're instantly surrounded, because I'm a fool. We've punched one, we've kicked one, but we're, like, taking shots in the back. Oh, I have a grab button. I grabbed a, by, by, uh, uh, grabbed a guy by the collar and was laying into him, but then his two buddies showed up behind me yet again. Oh yeah, we grabbed him, popped him once, and then uh, uh, did a kick. We grabbed his other dude, just kind of shoved him against the wall. Yeah, we're gonna get him right against the wall and then just... Oh, we did it like a spinning back fist, knocked him out. I'm gonna see if I can throw a guy onto the tracks. Is that a crime? I don't think I've killed anybody yet, but... Oh well. Okay, I knocked him out and he just kind of fell against the platform but not falling. Oh! I found the actual dodge button. Before I was not using the dodge. It was like an advanced forward thing. Oh my god, they had one punch left each. I punched a guy, kind of elbowed the other. Oh, another dude hopped over the turnstile. He's here to fight. We're gonna grab him. Do a big throw behind us. Punch. Backhand. Punch, punch. Backhand. Thrust kick. We missed. Grab him. Throw him back. Kick him against the chest against a fire hydrant. And then uppercut him. Hey, uh, to be clear, I absolutely meant fire extinguisher here. Whoops. Words are hard. Pop him in the chin, his head kind of bounces against that fire hydrant, and he, and he goes sailing down. Oh, uh, he has a knife. Uh, a machete. Okay, cool. Okay, we clap the machete out of his hands, punch him in the throat. Punch him in the throat again with the other hand. His blood kind of spills onto the ground. We get a flashback yet again. Oh no, we get a flashback of us as a kid, and somebody is... is oh, this is dark. Uh, yeah, a child us is, is just getting... Uh, beaten by somebody who tells us to stay down. We can only see them come from kind of like the, the top half down. Uh, the colors have, have gone very dark here and, and we're still kind of getting kicked a bit while we're down. I don't know why, but I really was not expecting this kind of subject matter. Um, a, a bottle gets thrown at the wall and shatters. We're kind of cowering in fear. Um, so for these cutscenes, I don't think I mentioned the game is uh, jumps to like live action, like real actors and stuff, which I think gives it 
uh, also just another very real feel I was not expecting. Uh, I think I'm definitely gonna, you know, put some 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 warnings into the description on this one. Because I was a bit blindsided, as you can hear. Alright, hop back to some more guys hopping over the turnstile. We are back in the subway. They're punching their fists. They are ready to go. We are surrounded. This episode's fucking awful. Oh, why did I why did I do this? It's okay, we'll get through it. Punch, punch. Uh, we did kind of two hands in this big hammer blow. We're kind of running back to these turnstiles now. Yeah, okay, nobody else is to grab. Okay, we grab a guy. Throw him, kick him. Do a hook, knock a dude down. Oh, throat punch, knock the other guy down. We're gonna throw this guy against the garbage and just, yeah, uppercut. Jab, 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 and then a right cook, uh, right kick right to his kidneys there. Oh, a guy showed up in green and yellow and he has a machete. Wait, why does he have a machete? <laughs> Excuse me. We got cut a little bit after dodging the first hit. He's kind of blocking all of our punches. Ow! I tried to grab him and he just said, nah, and like threatened to cut my hand. How do I deal with you? I tried to do a dash uppercut, but he just blocked that as well. I'm gonna wait for him to swing. Oh no, he's just doing a bunch of sword flourishes, but staring at me. Uh, he's got this yellow vest on and this yellow hat. Ah! Oh, he swung! I dodged did an uppercut. That actually seemed somewhat effective. Oh, okay, we did a thrust kick to his face. Oh, I disarmed him! Alright, I've thrown him against uh, one of the vending machines. Need him in the face and he's down. Oh, he's not down! He was just crawling on the floor! Okay, so he doesn't have the machete, but he's still blocking hits. Ow, and then he just hooked me. I'm I'm kind of standing over the machete because I don't want him to grab it again. Who brings a machete to a subway brawl? Like, unbelievable. All right, we, we're trying uh, to mix up our, our punches and kicks to get through his garb. We've hit him in the face a couple times, but he is still going. Oh, I've grabbed him. All right, just kind of laid into him. He's still not. Uppercut against the turnstile. No, he's still not. There we go. Flying knee. We did a we did a flurry combo into a flying knee, and he is actually down. And the train arrived just on time. Thank you, train. It's the 8805, big American flag. We step on, kind of look behind us as the door shut, and it zooms off. All right, East 147th Street Station. We're, we're, this is where we got off. Oh my god, there's still... So it's a cutscene now, but like two dudes followed us out, and from the perspective of the person in the car watching us, we they, they just see us kind of take these two people out. This woman clutches at her sh chest, sort of like shocked at this. Oh, this man's wearing that kind of like, uh, it's it's this this man who's kind of got a five o'clock shadow, a white dress shirt with a tie, but he's got that sort of like, that, um, that light brown coat that like only kind of detectives or like PIs wear in fiction. Um, now... I guess the question is, is like, if he's a legitimate one, we have definitely committed crimes. Or if he's like, you know, one of the shifty crook ones, like, hired by whoever we're after. Alright, so we're kind of on this, like, quiet street now. There's those, uh, big homes, like, uh, I don't know, type of homes like Spider-Man always lives in, you know? Kind of the big steps up to that front door, a couple, a couple plants out front. We're kind of, like, staring at this one with that, that same forlorn expression. The main character always looks just kind of sad, um... We're staring up at a window, and we see somebody in a very kind of gaudy jacket. Oh, it's a woman, and kind of the, the jacket is this like gold embossed thing. She's speaking on a phone. There's a red couch behind her. Hey, Ryan here again. Hope you're staying hydrated. Bye. And she's just kind of walking back and forth as she talks on this phone. We're sort of staring up. I'm not certain if this is like a target. Oh. Okay, no, we, we got a close-up of her face, and I thought I could see who was on the phone, but it, I, it was just a text of, like, decline. Mmm. 
she looks out the window and you can kind of see that she can see us across the street staring up. We make eye contact. Oh, and she raises a hand and does that little kind of, that little finger wave where you just kind of like wiggle your four fingers, which uh, our character kind of sheepishly smiles and does the same wave. Her on the phone though, we can only see her nose and mouth and she kind of had her mouth open for about 10 seconds as she was getting bad news and then now, now she's speaking again, replying. I'm worried that she maybe had to have sold us out. From, from what I could read of her expression, she seemed kind of um, saddened by whatever it was she had to do. Alright, uh, we're, we're, we're back on the street. There's kind of two guys out in front of that building, but... Yeah, I mean, I guess I gotta go that way. So, here they pass gameplay to me, but all I have to do is walk forward and trigger the next cutscene. When it gets like this... Yeah, I need to hit the interact button. There we go. Oh yeah, okay, so a window of that, that woman with kind of the cage drawn on. This is that same window. Oh, is she being held captive here? Oh, there was another one of those creepy, uh, little things. This time it's a bird with, uh, red ribbon around it trying to smell shed. I think this is an actual bird, this one, though. We kind of just grabbed it from a tree hanging. There's some spooky shit going on, too. I, I guess anytime this rants, we know that's a bit spooky, but, like, okay. Uh, a black car just showed up. Somebody opened the back door for somebody. Oh! For our friend, I believe. He's got a bundle of flowers. Yeah, that is our friend, because that's the guy with his hair tied back that opened the door for him. Okay, our friend is here as well. He's ditched the suit jacket, still has the vest on. And he's kind of speaking up to the window, maybe speaking to his henchman behind him. He's got this this bundle of those red roses where we found that, that first creepy wrapped totem. Um, the camera is slowly going up these steps. Oh, and the woman is stepping down. Uh, that woman with kind of that, that awful gold jacket. She doesn't actually look happy to see him, but he kind of smiles at her, offers flowers, looks maybe almost apologetic. Her face is hard to read. He went to touch her hand though, and she kind of just turned her head, and he he lowered his hand. Yeah, she seems rather intense. I'm I'm not certain whether this is because of personal history or um. Maybe business dealings. I don't know if maybe this is a, a business part ra partner rather than anything romantic. She kind of looks down to the flowers. The two are talking. He he's looking off. The camera's shifting over. Is it gonna? I'm still not convinced there isn't spooky horror stuff in this game. That's gonna completely blindside me. Okay, yeah, we kind of showed up. The guy with his hair tied back, we just sort of like touched his arm and he jumped back and we're just like, hey, we're here now. And we just kind of slowly walk up. We're kind of just looking at our friend with this like, hmm, expression. Uh, uh, us and him kind of just walk to the car off to the side. Oh, we show him that wrapped up spooky bird and he kind of just like, closes our hand and shoves it away and is looking off and he's just kind of like it's this version of like i don't want to talk about that that's the spooky shit and we just kind of have this expression like yeah i know but like what's happening um and it looks like he's saying like oh you know like i'll deal with this later something like that is my guess um it, everybody else is just kind of staring at us now because we're just kind of talking off to the side by the car um the woman's looking at these these flowers now all right we're reapproaching the group those those kind of two guys in suits are our buddies uh 
I was going to say henchmen or lackeys, but I kind of like retainers. We're, we're talking to one of his retainers now, the guy with his hair tied back. Oh, and we take his handkerchief again. Wipe our hands. Slap that back into his uh, little little jacket pocket. Kind of a dick, I think. Um, oh, we open the car door and just kind of climb in. Oh, and then our friend kind of walks the woman to the car as well. Maybe she has information for us. She had waved to us as well. I feel like she knows us. She climbed in. Our friend has an expression on his face like, ugh, and then closes the door. He's like, uh oh. He's, he has this smile on his face like he knows he fucked up and he knows the situation is bad, whatever the situation is. Um, kind of has his hand out to my pal there. Uh, the guy with his hair tied back and nods. He, he's he's kind of squinting his eyes now. He's got this like, little bit of a creeped out expression. Um, and the two are talking about something definitely rather serious. It hasn't cut back to inside the car yet. Um, yeah, our, our friend... Maybe our friend is doing something about this this, this wrapped up bird totem we found? Um, I hope so. I'm not a fan of it. Alright, cut to black. I just remembered I made some food. Oh, no, okay. It's it's us and the woman in the car. I'm kind of looking out the one window beside me. She's looking out the window beside her. Oh, she glances over, though. Oh, and she, she kind of touches her arm, I think, just to let us know that she's looking at us now. She says something to us. We reply... She only is saying a few words, and often there's a pause of about, like, five seconds or so before she continues, but she's... She looks a lot happier. She's smiling now. Oh, and we smile as well. Okay, so this is, I think, a lot friendlier than she was with our friend here. Future Ryan checking in. Is the cutscene still going? Yeah, she she looks rather... Okay, she looked out the window, said two words. Our expression kind of dropped a bit, and she looked back. Oh, yeah, okay, the, the, the conversation has turned serious. Uh, this car is just driving. We can kind of see out the back window that it's, it's taking a couple turns. Hey, future Ryan again. Hope all is well. Bye. So, if she was the woman in the cage. I'm just trying to unravel the mysteries here. Oh, she kind of reaches down. It focused on her hand being near my hand, but not touching. Then changed to a shot of her smiling with kind of the, the window framing her and the light coming in. She, she smiles, looks out the window. Cuts to us, looking over to her, a very, very soft expression. It's kind of doing um, shot, reverse shot here of, of the two of us talking. Uh, it seems like a very soft, very tender moment. Oh, and cuts to the hands again. Hers is inching closer towards ours there. Oh, just as hers is about to touch ours, we, we move our hand up and turn our head out the window. That pensive expression again. We, we say three words her expression just sinks and we're at a load screen i just remembered i made some food so i'm gonna try to eat real quick on the load screens hey as uh, ryan grabs a bite to eat uh make sure you do as well i know some days you know can be a bit easy to forget but uh anyhow back to the game sorry this one is an absolute mess i decided i want to do this in one sitting but i also probably should have ate and drank like, my coughing and all that before starting. Um, I hope you've been getting some sleep, too. Normally, that's a bit of struggle, uh, of a struggle, rather, for myself. But uh, lately, you know, I've been getting those uh, eight hours, six hours sometimes. Anyways, like I said, back to the game. All right, a lot more shots of the city, uh, a whole bunch of cabs driving, people walking down. We got an achievement that I forgot the name of, but it had that wrapped up bird on it. Oh, Club Moonrise is lit up, and there is a lineup of people outside. The doorman is slowly letting people in occasionally. They're, they're all dressed very, very well. Definitely seems like this is a high-end club. Um, that that, that uh, poster of the woman up front says Lala on it. And, and, you know, I suppose any club that has, like, a singer 
on stage is is probably you know when I say club I I think of like clubs I've been to which are like people just go there to dance but this is definitely more of like a classic club I feel um, you know the singer on stage everybody kind of sat at those very fancy uh, circular tables which it is we we got the shot inside now it's it's very well lit uh, I I feel like this is um kind of the, the patterning on the wall, uh, I want to say is Art Deco. I'm not actually hugely familiar with those styles, but my understanding of it. All right, we're, we're sat at a table as well, just kind of staring at the stage upon which there is a piano. Uh, that woman steps out in a white dress. She stares out and looks across at us. She almost looks like, kind of like a deer in headlights expression, or maybe grim determination, actually. I did a more of a close-up. She sits down at the piano where there's also a microphone. Oh, she says a couple things to the crowd. Yeah, she's kind of speaking to the crowd. Uh, she's shot in this nice kind of like uh, warm lighting, but with like blue on the other side. So you're getting kind of that nice, like kind of like orange blue contrast. She pushes the mic away, takes a deep breath, and her fingers begin to press keys. One hand at first, then her other joins. Then we're getting a shot of the internals of the piano, of, of those hammers uh, hitting strings. I do think these noises are cool, but I am kind of a sucker for piano tunes, so I, I wish we could hear it. Which is maybe the feeling that the devs wanted you to have. Um, which, which I suppose is interesting and, and, and successful if that was the goal here. There's a long shot of the crowd all enjoying it, seemingly. A, a shot of us smiling softly as we look at her. We get that flashback to the woman at the piano again. Who... I'm bad with faces, but uh, perhaps is the same woman, I think. Alright, then a flashback to the shot woman. Presumably our mother, I've been presuming this whole time. Uh, and us kind of on the ground. Yeah, we see her face, and there's revealed uh, what seems like a reveal noise, so I guess there's this reveal of this woman, like, looks like our mother? Maybe that's why he seemed to kind of shy away from any sort of romantic-y things, um, when she was reaching for his hand. Although that's not necessarily a romantic gesture, though. That can absolutely be just platonic, or even just, like, affirming, um, or supportive. Um, she's playing piano, and then this person walks in, like, a cloaked figure with a fucking white bird mask with the lips sewn shut. Other people are looking at them, so they exist physically in this space. He's slowly approaching the stage. What is happening? Uh, we, we, we catch sight of them and hop to our feet, and we're like, what? Oh, and some of those gang members show up. Oh no, and they... I think they stabbed one of the, the guards here. They, they have bats and weapons. Yeah, the, the gang has arrived and they're, they're kind of messing up the... the uh, uh, I want to say guards of the club. I, I, I play too many fantasy things. What's the word for, like, guard, but... Uh, uh, the, the bouncers? Alright, a guy comes at us with a machete. We grab a bottle. We, we kind of deflect. Uh, we're being cut at. Oh no, we, we kind of fall against the bar, knocking several glasses over. A chair gets thrown at somebody. Oh my goodness. Uh, oh, somebody is in the hallway. They reach. They pull the fire alarm. The base is ba uh, the place is now bathed in a red light. Uh, these these gang members are just going wild, smashing the place up. We have two with machetes on us now. Oh, we just barely managed to fight them off, disarming one. A chair gets thrown her away. Stop throwing chairs. 
Oh, the woman on stage is still sat at the piano, and then that, that cloaked figure pulls out like a stun baton, and it starts sparking. They menacingly walk towards her. We glance up. She's already unconscious and thrown over thrown over the shoulder of this, this figure in the mask. We scream her name. The masked figure just looks at us and then walks out as another gang member stabs our foot. Oh, no. All right, we fought them off. Okay, maybe it missed our toes. It definitely punctured our shoe. Oh, another chair gets thrown at us. We dodge, dramatically roll towards them. Clench our fists. Punch them, I think, just right in the crotch. Oh, my God. Smash their face. They do a flying knee with them to soar over a banister. Landing in fight mode. All right, we're in this club bathed in red. We've got more of these game members. The piano is just behind us. It's a very fancy club for all this bloodshed. I do my standard hook hook. Uh, and then my kind of spinning backhand. I throw this man off to the side. Uh, do the uppercut thrust kick. Shove this man over to some fallen tables and just kind of backhand him. He falls down as well. Oh no, there's a third guy. All right, we break through his guard, kick him in the face, do that do that uppercut. We've got him against the banister and are just flailing all of our limbs towards him. Blood is flying. Oh, I had him down, just did a little knee pop to the chin and he fell. Okay, how do I... Oh no, another guy, please. I just, I just want to help this woman, please. All right, we shatter him in just three hits, just kind of elbow across his face. All right, it looks like we're transitioning to another load screen. Uh, presumably another cutscene. I guess that's the downside of this game is um, there's very little gameplay to cutscene, and the cutscenes just—I thought for a game where you couldn't hear people, they wouldn't have so much dialogue. That's kind of man, I guess wild to me is there's so much of just people talking, but you don't know what they're saying. Okay, the mass figure has put the woman in the back of a van. We, we end up in an alley behind the club. Uh, puts her in the back of a van, closes the door, then just stares at us. We, we have this just sad expression. They approach us, pull out that stun baton yet again. We, we glance at it, brows furrowed. Yeah, this does seem bad. Alright. We're psyching ourselves up, taking deep breaths. The van is still here. We just need to defeat this man. Oh, he's just kind of standing there holding the baton. I have to approach him. Oh no, he approached me! Oh fuck! Okay, he struck me across the back of the head because I failed to dodge. He then comboed me twice. Okay, I got a couple hits in that he blocked most of. Ah! Yeah, he kind of just like blocks my- Oh no! I got- I got stun batoned. Oh! <laughs> okay. No! Oh! Oh god! Ah! Oh. Okay, yeah, we fell to our knee. We have- we have been defeated. Oh! We're in a room, there's like a spinning fan on the ceiling, and that woman is looking over us, smiling. This might have been a scripted loss. Yeah, she said, hey- Oh no, we're just back at the start of the fight. Well, that was a loss. That was a death. That was a game over. Um... I won't lie to here, pull back the curtain. I was initially thinking, oh, maybe doing this whole game. But, um, it's been very difficult, and I haven't actually fully been enjoying it. So, uh, um, as, as per the quarter rules, oh my god, we just got stunned again. I'm just trying to run around as I do my outro. Please stop it. Why don't I just exit to the main menu? I'm gonna do that. Oh, I'm like halfway through, apparently.
I meant like I have three out of six scenes. Still, I don't know. If if people like this, I'll do the rest. But this was cursed enough as is. That's really all I wanted. Is I wanted a cursed experience. Um, of which this was. Um. Oh man, their menu is just so strange. Okay. I, like, I'm somewhat intrigued by this game, but, like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe if you're gonna have the player not understand the plot, just don't have so much of it. Some of those scenes were, like, four or five minutes of just people talking and looking at one another. Um, very interesting, though. It's a very intriguing game. Um, thank you, thank you for this cursed token skeleton house i i hope you enjoyed oh what what it brought upon me um all, all in all i had a good time i i i think this episode is gonna be a fucking mess uh obviously i'm speaking to you at the the end of playing so i haven't uh edited it yet but this one just feels messy and bad um, but that's why it's a bonus episode. Um, thank you for tuning in. Hope you had fun. Uh, other things I can't think of. Uh, listen to Troidal Power. I've only listened to like one episode. Oh, let me let me just pull that up quick as well. Um, you know, listen listen to Skeleton House. I'm I'm about I don't know ten eleven episodes into Super Mario RPG and the Legend of the Seven Stars as played by them. It's been very fun. Uh, definitely, I, I know that game. Maybe not quite as well as, as Brett, but um, close. And yeah, you know, like Jess and Steve, definitely there's a lot of uh, mechanics that they just don't engage in. But it's almost fun in its own way. I still just can't believe they just did not... Uh, maybe spoilers. There was just a weapon that did not get equipped for a while that that was the only bit that really hurt me, honestly. Everything else has been incredibly fun. Um, I finished the section with Booster. Good times. All right. Uh, sorry, I, I, I meant to be using this time to look up. Yes. Troidal Power Presents. Oh, my God. No, please show me the full name. Troidal Power Presents, the power playthrough podcast with Troidal Power. Uh, I've only listened to like one or two episodes, but they were very good. Um, so presumably the others are as well. I mean, when you're two for two, that's 100%. <laughs> Um, oh, this is the worst. This is the worst episode. Thank you for coming along. Bye.